As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we see just why Andy had to have that toy with Disney Pixar's Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear mission log, Stardate 3901. After a full year of being marooned, our first hyperspeed test flight is a go. Who are you talking to? Uh, no one. You were narrating again. I was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to those. I know that. Narrating helps me focus. Ready, Captain Lightyear? Ready as I'll ever be, Commander Hawthorne. This is exciting. A new adventure. I'm going to grant you four minutes to be off planet, but then you come right back to us. To infinity. And beyond. You are clear for hyperlaunch. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. While spending years attempting to return home, marooned space ranger Buzz Lightyear encounters an army of ruthless robots commanded by Zerg who are attempting to steal his fuel source. Written by the team of Angus McLean and Jason Headley and directed by Angus McLean, Lightyear stars Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear, Kiki Palmer as Izzy Hawthorne, Peter Sohn as Sox, Taika Waititi as Mo Morrison, James Brolin as Zerg, and features Dale Souls, Uzo Aduba, Mary McDonald Lewis, Efren Ramirez, and Bill Hader. Now this one is going to be pretty short and sweet today. Pixar's Lightyear is the spin-off of the toy that we know and love that was once voiced by Tim Allen in four previous feature-length films. We now get to see the reason Andy was so gung-ho on his mom getting him that shiny toy that takes us from infinity to beyond. As a Disney Pixar movie, you know what you're getting CGI-wise. It's very shiny, pretty, and very expansive. The characters are decently fleshed out, but something about this movie just seemed off from the get-go. Now, for one, this is supposedly the movie that Andy saw that made him want that toy, meaning this movie was supposedly made in 1995. Now, there is nothing about this movie that feels 1995 science fiction. In fact, it feels and it looks entirely like it was made in 2022, as it was. Now, maybe that's just a little too high of standard for me, and I'm being a little bougie, and I apologize. But at the end of the day, this movie is entirely removed from the Toy Story franchise. So, if you're planning on seeing it, hoping that you're going to see what you've seen done four times already, you are going to be sorely disappointed. Emotional damage! Consider this a completely separate, yet somewhat entangled franchise. Now, taking that stance, this movie is actually pretty fun, despite the name of its main character and his villain. Had they been named something else, I don't think this movie would be getting the flack that it is online. Chris Evans himself does a pretty solid job, essentially playing a Captain America type, but voice-wise, the big standout in the movie is Peter Sohn as the deadpan socks, the robotic cat. If you want to watch a movie that 
that's going to keep you relatively entertained for 100 minutes, and that movie must be animated for some reason, Lightyear will not disappoint you. Unless, again, you're expecting the full heart and charm of Tim Allen. But again, this is not that movie. This is the movie the toy is based on, and actors never provide their voice to the toys. I give Lightyear a B. Well, it's definitely summer out there, so get out and enjoy the weather. But before you do, the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with some upcoming projects. First and foremost, Disney is once again taking one of their beloved animated properties and making it live action. Deadline is reporting that director Guy Ritchie is set to reunite with Disney and make a live action Hercules movie. Hercules. <laughs> Why does that name ring a bell? I don't know. Uh, maybe we owe him money? Wasn't Hercules the name of that kid we were supposed to? Oh my god! He previously created Aladdin, which starred Will Smith, Mina Masood, and Naomi Scott, which went on to gross more than a billion dollars worldwide with a sequel in development. Disney is currently hiring writers to take a stab at the script, and after the first draft was penned by Dave Callaham, who wrote Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Avengers Endgame directors Joe and Anthony Russo will produce Hercules through their AGBO banner, as the two are huge fans of the original film. It was also reported that Neil Blomkamp has signed on to direct the upcoming Gran Turismo movie for Sony Pictures and that the film will release on August 11th of 2023. Along with the announcement of the release date, Sony also released a brief synopsis. Based on a true story, the film is the ultimate wish-fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. Since debuting on PlayStation back in 1997, the Gran Turismo franchise has developed a reputation as one of the most authentic driving simulators of its kind. The series has sold over 85 million copies, making it the highest-selling video game franchise that's exclusive to PlayStation. Over in casting news, it was announced by Deadline that The Equalizer 3 is being made by director Antoine Fuqua and will reunite Denzel Washington with his Man on Fire co-star Dakota Fanning. No plot details have currently been released for the film, which does have a September 1st, 2023 release date. It was also announced this past weekend that Zac Efron has signed on to star in Sean Durkin's upcoming comedy titled The Iron Claw about the Von Erich wrestling family. The Von Erichs were a dynasty of wrestlers who made a massive impact on the sports beginning in 1960, continuing all the way to present day. Sadly, the Von Erich family legacy is shrouded in misfortune as several members of the group died by suicide or other tragic means. The family history is so sketchy that some believe that they might be cursed. After the announcement of Nev Campbell not returning to reprise her role as Sidney Prescott in the upcoming Scream 6, I'm Sidney Prescott, of course I have a gun. Deadline is reporting that Jack Champion, Liana Liberato, Devin Nakoda, and Josh Segura have all joined the cast. They join a cast that already includes Melissa Barrera, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Mason Gooding, Jenna Ortega, and Hayden Panettiere, who have all signed on the dotted line. Scream 6 is expected to release on March 31st of 2023. Over in the rumor mill, while promoting Lightyear, Taika Waititi was asked about his upcoming Star Wars project and what type of characters we should 
should expect to see. While speaking with Total Film, Waititi said he's not interested in making a Star Wars film with pre-existing characters and story threads or telling origin stories of people we already know. He said, quote, Look, I think for the Star Wars universe to expand, it has to expand. I don't think I'm in any use of the Star Wars universe making a film where everyone's like, oh, great, well, that's the blueprints to the Millennium Falcon. Ah, that's Chewbacca's grandmother. That all stands alone. That's great. So I would like to take something new and create some new characters and just expand the world. Otherwise, it feels like a very small story. The Hollywood Reporter is also reporting that Lady Gaga is in early talks to star in Joker 2 alongside Joaquin Phoenix. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? That's what you called me on the show, a Joker. Do you remember? Well, details are sparse at this time. The outlet also claims that Lady Gaga would be playing Harley Quinn, the Joker's psychiatrist at Arkham Asylum, and that sources are saying the film will be a musical. Last week, we learned that the sequel is titled Joker Folia de, a French term referring to a madness shared by two, and is a psychiatric syndrome in which symptoms of a delusional belief and sometimes hallucinations are transmitted from one individual to another. There's also an update in the ongoing drama that is Ezra Miller. According to the Daily Beast, a woman and her 12-year-old were granted a temporary restraining order against the actor, saying that in February, Miller had a disagreement with the child's mother over a question of cultural appropriation. Miller then began speaking about the Rastafarian origins of Parcheesi, and when challenged on those claims, Miller apparently started raging, opening their jacket, and displaying a gun. According to the Daily Beast, the mother said, quote, then they opened up their jacket. They had this, like, big Sherpa jacket, and they opened up one side of their jacket. You could see a gun. And they said, talking like that could get you into a really serious situation. The actor also deleted Instagram after making posts referring to rumors that the authorities haven't been able to locate them to serve the actor with papers regarding an emergency protective order. That protective order pertains to the parents of an 18-year-old girl who have accused Miller of grooming their daughter by using physical and emotional abuse. With the increasingly disturbing allegations around Ezra Miller surfacing almost daily, the actor has become a massive headache for incoming Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav. Deadline is reporting that sources have said that even if the Flash's release, currently set for June 23rd, 2023, go ahead as planned, Miller is likely to be replaced in the role for future Flash movies. The report notes that The Flash is considered a massive priority for Warner Brothers, with its hoping to be the type of film that will help the DC Universe grow to Marvel Cinematic levels. During his press tour for Lightyear, Chris Evans was asked about his potential return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. While speaking to Josh Horowitz for MTV News, Evans was asked not only for returning to the universe, but not as Captain America, but as the human torch, which he played in the Fantastic Four movies. Johnny Storm. God, Did they ever that come great? to you? Wouldn't that Would that be have great? intrigued you? Like, No, no one's ever come to me about that. I mean, I don't exactly look the same anymore. I was 15, <laughs> almost 20 years ago. Oh my God, I'm old. Um, <laughs> but I really love that character. But I think, aren't they doing something now with... Well, they are, Fantastic but as you well know, I mean, in the multiverse, all bets, you can have six different Johnny Storms. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I guess all bets are off. Um, yeah, look, I... I would love it. I would love it. That would actually be an easier sell to me than coming back as Cap. You know what I mean? Cap is right. so precious to me. And, you know, I, I almost don't want to disrupt what, what, what a beautiful experience that was. But Johnny Storm, I feel like he didn't really get his day. That was before <laughs> Marvel really found its footing. So, uh, right. you know, I, I loved that role. And, you know. Who knows? And while a new Fantastic Four movie is currently in development, Evans could easily play one of the many variants of the Human Torch that feature in the multiverse. Sticking with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, 
Tom Hardy took to Instagram to reveal that he is currently writing the script with Kelly Marcel for Venom 3. Hardy and Marcel also wrote Venom Let There Be Carnage together, and although Hardy just got a story credit while Marcel had the sole screenplay credit. Marcel was also one of the writers on the first Venom movie, sharing credit with Jeff Pinker and Scott Rosenberg. Sticking with Marvel, but now moving to the small screen, Marvel has begun developing a Wonder Man series with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings director Destin Daniel Cretton and writer Andrew Guest. Cretton will executive produce and possibly direct an episode or multiple. Wonder Man is one of Marvel's oldest characters dating back to 1964 in the pages of Avengers number 9. Wonder Man's civilian name is Simon Williams, and he's a founding member of the Los Angeles-based West Coast Avengers. He's an actor and a stuntman, and his look included wearing a turtleneck, a red jacket, and sunglasses. He strongly relates to Marvel characters Vision and Wanda the Scarlet Witch. Over at Netflix, the first teaser for Blonde has been unveiled and shows Anna de Armas channeling Marilyn Monroe in the upcoming NC-17 release. Please come. Don't depend to me. She's coming. Men grow cold as girls grow old. She's coming. She's almost here. As per the film's official synopsis, based on the best-selling novel by Joyce Carol Oates, Blonde boldly reimagines the life of one of Hollywood's most enduring icons, Marilyn Monroe. From her volatile childhood as Norma Jean, through her rise to stardom and romantic entanglements, Blonde burrs the lines of fact and fiction to explore the widening split between her public and private selves. Written and directed by Andrew Dominic, the film boasts a cast led by Anna de Armas and features Bobby Cannavale, Adrian Brody, Julian Nicholson, Xavier Samuel, and Evan Williams. Blonde will release globally on Netflix on September 23rd of 2022. Shudder announced this past week that they have picked up the distribution rights to the documentary This Is Guar and are planning to make the film available for their subscribers to watch in the US, Canada, the United Kingdom, and more on Thursday, July 21st. Directed by Scott Barber, This Is Guar is, of course, all about the 30-plus year career of one of the world's most outrageous heavy metal bands, Guar, known for their grotesque costume characters and notoriously wild, fluid-soaked stage show. The synopsis goes on to explain that This Is Guar is the powerful story of the iconic heavy metal art collective, as told by the humans who have fought to keep it alive for over 30 years. The featured documentary includes interviews with the band members, both past and present, alongside other artists including Weird Al Yankovic, Tom Lennon, Alex Winter, Bam Margera, and Ethan Embry, and will include never-seen footage of legendary Guar frontman Dave Brocky or Odorous Urungus. And today we end North of the Wall. The Hollywood reporters revealed that Kit Harington is attached to once again play Jon Snow in a Game of Thrones spin-off series centered around his character. While it's not the first spin-off for the franchise, that being House of the Dragon, which premieres on August 21st, it is the first Game of Thrones sequel series, although certainly there are more to come. When the series ended, the heroic Jon Snow was exiled north of the Wall, and presumably the show will center around his adventures with the Wildlings. As of now, no showrunner or creative crew is attached, as the project is still in early development. Development. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, Buzz, that was utterly terrifying and I regret having joined you. Hold up. 